0: This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Welcome to another edition of a Total Degenerate Podcast. I am your host, Michael Ellison. Happy Fourth of July. It is a beautiful day, sunshine shining, birds chirping, Joey Chestnut, hammering hot dogs down. I hope you took the under. I hope you took the under. Anyway, um, fun weekend. I got to go out to the Hamptons myself for a little uh, barbecue, celebrate America uh, type of day. It was very fun. I got to see um, my producers, the lovely Brian and Laura, who, uh, you know, I I haven't mentioned them in a while here on the podcast because usually it was them violently threatening to uh, kill me because I was late with the podcast. But hey, um, whatever, things happen. um, It was a nice day. So... You know, first things first, I I took the train, right? So, I don't know um, how often y'all go on the train, the LIRR, but there is something incredibly enjoyable about just bringing a six-pack of beer, sitting down on the train, and just watching the freak show. Just hanging out, watching the freak show. Uh, There was a guy, he was just... He was a one-man rave. He was a one-man rave. He had taken the drugs too early. He had not gotten to the fucking rave yet. He took them too early, and the fucking... The Molly was kicking in on the train ride. So he was all, you know... He was having a fucking one-man dance party in his seat. That was interesting. Um, There was like a 40-year-old man sitting to my left. He was reading a book, but it looked like it was like a children's book. There was no way this was a book meant for an adult to read. I, uh, you know, I was a little baffled by that, you know, so that was going on. And then the most offensive thing... The guy in front of me, the guy in front of me was actually, he was like utilizing his time to try to like do positive things. I couldn't believe this. It was really, it was a real fucking eye-opening moment. I was like, what the fuck? You know, it was one of those things where I wasn't trying to look at his phone screen. I wasn't trying to snoop on his phone. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants people lurking over their shoulder. But I couldn't help but notice that he was, he was, like, contacting uh, different things to donate to. Like, he donated money to PBS right there while he was, on like, on the train. That's what you're spending your time on your phone doing, dude? On 4th of July weekend? I mean... I did the right thing. I sat there and I tweeted about how much of a loser this guy was. That's what you should be doing. You talk about how the guy who donated to PBS is a fucking loser. So that was the train ride out. And then we got to the train station and that's when it truly kicked in, right? That's when it it upped the gear. Because I have not, I mean, I've been to the Hamptons before. Not saying I haven't been there, but I haven't really like gotten the Hamptons experience. You know, it's kind of been more like just drive through it or drive to somebody's house and you know see a little bit of like the Richie Rich type of thing. But now I'm in the middle of it. When I got off that train, I was in the middle of uh, a real. Difference in culture. It was a culture shock moment. It's the only words that I could use to describe it. I kept saying it all day yesterday. Culture shock. I instantly felt like I did not belong. Because I didn't belong. Because I'm a slobbish pizza delivery guy with a mediocre podcast who thinks he's funny. And I don't have the money that these guys have. I live in a one-bedroom apartment. You know, like, I'm not... I'm not where these guys are at. I'm not saying I'm broke, but, you know, I'm not this. Like, and they could tell, you know what I mean? You stand out like a sore thumb. Like, I wore my nice shirt yesterday. I have a nice shirt, right? I I have one. That's it. I have one nice shirt, and I wore it, and by the time I had gotten to the Hamptons, I had managed to somehow stain the white shirt. I didn't eat the nice shirt. It wasn't a white shirt. It was a nice shirt. Nice shirt, white shirt. It's actually a blue shirt. There's a little bit of white on it. But somehow I had managed without eating any food to get a stain on the shirt before I even had gotten there. So like instantly it was just like, yup, we know you're not one of us. You ain't part of this rich crew. Who the fuck invited this fat fuck here? So, yeah, everybody's getting picked up in Audis and Benzes and BMWs. Just absolutely beautiful cars. And everybody, too, is pretty and good-looking. Like, all the men were jacked and their hair's all nice and done. And, you know, none of them are afraid to take their shirt off in public. Like, all fucking just yoked-out, fucking good-looking dudes who definitely, they they don't know the idea of ever struggling to get laid. It's always come easy, you know what I mean? Like, you can just tell that it's always come easy. There is no difficulty whatsoever for them. So all those dudes, and then you got the girls, and I mean, holy shit. You know, it's I just unbelievable. Every one of them, supermodel hot. Walking around like, you know, jean shorts and a fucking bathing suit top. Titties bouncing all over the place. Everywhere. I I mean, it was insane. Every one of them just more gorgeous than the the last one. If I even attempted to like, if I asked them what time it was, they would have maced me. You know what I mean? If I would have just said, hey, does anybody have the, boom, right there with the fucking mace. Because that's how much I stood out. Even when I went into the supermarket, it was the same thing. The same shit. Just everybody, like, super pretty, like, over the top. Like, even the workers at the stop and shop kind of felt like they were a little, like, they were looking at me like, they're poor too. But they're looking at me going, what the fuck is this guy doing here? I tried to buy ice cubes, and the the lady, thankfully, the lady who rung me up, she, she had pointed out that the ice cubes I was buying were, like, they were some sort of rich people ice cubes. I have no idea what they were. She was like, you don't want that ice. She's like, that's like $7 a bag. And I just, you know, I just saw a freezer. I saw ice. I grabbed the bag. I didn't read the bag. I don't, I mean, I didn't even know that they had fancy ice. You know what I mean? I didn't even know that was a thing. But apparently... Out in the Hamptons, they have special ice. And you don't want to use that. Because there I am, like the white trash guy I am, stained shirt, case of Bud Light, you know, nice, nice suitcase of Bud Light in my hand, and a couple of bags of ice. And she goes, No, 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 no. You're gonna use that ice to fucking cool down that fucking piss piss water beer that you drink. You fucking ignorant slob you want poor people ice and then she showed me to the poor people ice that was very nice of her she she took a little mercy on me you know but the rest of them they were all looking They a motherfucker does not belong but thankfully i got into a safe haven once i got to the party because my you know My friends, that you know, my producers, they do well for themselves, no doubt. But, like, they haven't... They're the same exact people that I grew up with. Like, you know, I don't want to make it seem like they haven't changed or, you know, grown as a human being. But I'm just saying, personality-wise, like, it's them. You know, it's Brian, it's Laura. You know, we had a good time. We fucking threw back some drinks. Um... You know, uh... Put out. He Brian, They put out a nice spread. You know, Brian was manning the grill. Little fucking, little corn on the cob, butted up. Salt, pepper, how you doing? Couple burgers, couple dogs. He didn't have spicy brown mustard, though. He did not have the spicy. I had to eat my hot dog plain, like pure plain Jane, because I don't fucks with yellow mustard, and ketchup does not belong in a hot dog. He had no spicy brown mustard. Because he went, I'm guessing he went to like a Costco and he bought one of those three packs where they give you the ketchup, the relish and the mustard all in one thing, which is a horrible mistake to do because it's yellow mustard and it's garbage. So I want nothing to do with those packs. It's an absolute, it's like when you get the variety pack of donuts, when you get an Entenmann's variety pack of donuts and you get the chocolate, you get the crumb, you get the glazed. And then you give you two useless plain donuts that shouldn't be there. You should replace those donuts with more crumb or more glazed or more chocolate. Enough of this already. You only have three donuts. Stop making the plain. Who's eating these plain donuts? Nobody. Just like who's using this crappy Heinz yellow mustard. Not me. Not me for sure. So I guess if I had one complaint about the day, you know, you couldn't have sprung for the brown spicy brown, huh? That would be duly noted in my review. But yeah, man, it was a fun, fun day. I mean, we got to talk. I got to talk a little bit about the podcast with uh, with Laura, and she she was telling me that I forgot that I didn't. I haven't emailed somebody. She was trying to tell me something, but I was I was a little drunk. I'll be honest, you know, it was one of those days where... It was one of those days where once I sat down on that train and I cracked that fucking first beer and I took that sip and it was just cold and refreshing and it went down so smooth. You just went, oh, we're going to have a day. We're going to have a day today. So I... Was no doubt uh, in in my zone as Kanye West would say, "Don't let me get in my zone. I'm about to get in my zone. I was in the zone." So she was talking a lot about. Apparently, I'm rude. I didn't thank somebody. I should. There's somebody I need to uh, email back. Apparently, that I have uh, yet to email back. And now I kind of I d- did want to have like a moment. I thought maybe. Because I am, like, I'm the talent, right? I'm the talent here on the podcast. I, uh, you know, I'm the guy who makes the fucking the thing go forward. I thought I should have an episode. I was thinking about it for a moment. Because I wasn't really listening to what she was saying. But I did think, I was like, maybe I should just start yelling right now. And make a big scene in front of everybody. Just quiet the party up. Make everything a little, you know little awkward I'm the fucking talent I don't need the email shit to shit it's like you know I can't do that though it would have been fun to do that it would have been fun for about five minutes and then when they would have said we would like you to leave that would have been a sad walk I guess back to the train station But yeah, a wonderful day. You know, it's something about the Hamptons. There's something, there's something to the energy out there, though. I'll say that much. Like you feel, you feel a, a little better, I guess. It's, you know, it's it's kind of like a different world. It's still Long Island, but you don't feel like you're on Long Island. That's why I guess is how the feel is a little different, and. You know, it was nice because at the end of the day, when I left, you know, Brian and Laura, they were saying to me, they're like, dude, thanks for coming. Please come out anytime. Like, suit, you know, our, you know, Tucasa, sukasa, whatever that fucking saying is, it's one of those things. Like, feel free to come by whenever, you know? And then uh, I just thought about it. I'm like, that kind of means if I'm free to come by whenever I want. That means I, I'm kinda, i kind of, I kind of have a house in the Hamptons. I have a house in the Hamptons now. That's the way I look at it. I, It's not just theirs anymore. I have one because I'm free to go there anytime I want. I can basically live there. I Maybe that's what I should do. I should just move into their house. I'll take up some space in the basement, set up my little podcast stuff, and then I'll do this screaming thing that I do now in their basement. Be right on top of them. Make sure that they can't, you know, they don't get a fucking second without Big Boy Mike up their ass. It was a wonderful day, though. I'll have to go out to my house in the Hamptons again sometime soon. Figure it out. I, gotta, I also got to talk to the helper. I mean, whoever's doing the food shopping, I mean, we got to get some spicy brown. I mean, if we're doing dogs, we got to have the spicy brown. You just, you can't... I mean, is this really a fucking 4th of July weekend and we don't have spicy brown? I mean, why don't we just put up a fucking hammer and sickle flag while we're at it, you know what I mean? How about we all just start talking Russian? Fucking start praying the fucking Vladimir Putin. I mean, this is where we're at if we don't have spicy brown at the party. I mean, it's really... It's the only mustard. It's the only mustard, and that's, that's my final words on that. I mean, not a big deal. I'm not saying it was, like, the biggest deal in the world, but I just think it's a fair, it's a fair point that when serving hot dogs, there should be spicy brown mustard. Other than that, no complaints. Great time. Thanks for the house in the Hamptons. I'm gonna be, I'll, be, come, come, yeah. I'll be coming back soon to live in my house in the Hamptons since it's the 4th of July holiday, I think it's always very important to remember that freedom isn't free. Um, a lot of people have sacrificed their lives. They've dedicated themselves to, uh, protecting this country, defending this country. Uh, you know, it's, it's very important to remember that the sacrifices made by generations and stronger individuals than, than us, you know, that, uh, allow us to be as free as we are in this country. It's a beautiful thing. And now um, you shouldn't take your freedom for granted. That's that's for sure. You know, it's very, uh, it could be easy. You know, we, we have a lot of creature comforts. You know, we're uh, air conditioning and phones that can tell us anything we need to know. And it's very easy to get distracted and just, you know, stare at tiktok videos all day and forget about these important things forget about the foundations that uh truly give us all these beautiful rights and give us the uh ability to live freely in the greatest country in the world and so you shouldn't take your freedom for granted is really what i'm trying to say here and because you shouldn't take your freedom for granted. Because you should appreciate all of which you we have here in this country. For you know, better or worse, you know, it's still a beautiful fucking place to live. And there's no place I'd rather live. So don't take your freedom for granted. And with that being said, that's why it's important to subscribe, rate, and review to a Total Degenerate podcast. Follow us on Instagram at a total degenerate podcast on Instagram. Yeah, because freedom ain't free, baby. A lot of people fought hard for my ability to scream into a microphone once a week to entertain you about babbling bullshit and nonsense. Think about those men and women who've sacrificed so that you could listen to this. This beautiful... Majestic voice telling you about horrible stories of guys whipping their dick out on pizza deliveries. That's what you want to hear. That's what freedom, that's why it was fought for. Should get some patriotic music to play about, you know, a little fucking like taps, some trumpets. That's what should be playing in the background right now, you know. Freedom is in free. Fucking listen to Total Degenerate Podcast. All right, I'm done singing. But no, seriously, it's a great great art that I'm putting out here, and it's because of the sacrifices of many and the liberty that we have. So America and patriotism, that's all I'm going to do. I'm just not even going to make sense anymore. I'm just going to start screaming like patriotism, podcast, Total Degenerate, America, freedom. Listen, so follow us, subscribe, rate, review. Say nice things about me. Tell all your friends. Tell your family. Get in someone's face. Have you ever had that happen? You had a 4th of July fucking barbecue or something where someone's like, you don't understand what this country really, blah, blah, blah. Get in that guy's face when he wants to give you the lecture. Uh, You you sit at your barbecue, and you don't realize how much important the fuck. You get up to that guy and you go, You don't realize how important it is to listen to a total degenerate podcast, you fucking clown. You're wasting your freedom. And have spicy brown mustard. Goddamn. And as always, to those who have already done that, I truly appreciate it. Thank you very much. The fountain at my job broke the other day, the Pepsi machine. Maybe I shouldn't say the company's name, but I did already, so. The place we get soda from, that will sound better. Whatever. So they sent the guy to fix the machine. And the machine was kind of broken. The problem was the repair man that came to fix it, he was completely broken. This guy was he was a lost soul, to put it to put it lightly. And it took him about took him about five minutes to actually fix the machine. And, I mean, it's going to take decades to fix what's going on with this guy because he didn't want to leave. He started treating us like we were his therapist and his bartender. He started, you know, first he, he started with the politics right out the gate. Just started basically going off about Biden this and Biden that. And it's like, all right, guy doesn't like, lo- he's not a big fan of Joe. I get it. He he doesn't, lo- he prefers his presidents don't fall off bikes, which that video is hilarious, by the way. I, I've watched it about 50,000 times. I can't stop laughing about it. You got to laugh to keep from crying sometimes, you know? So anyway, you know, this guy, he's just going off. And so when he starts spouting off all of his crazy shit about the Democrats and this one and that one, all you do when you're just trying to be polite is just yes them. You know, you just yes him. So I'm just kind of giving him the yes routine. I'm like, yeah, man, it's, it's fucked up world. Yeah. Yeah, things aren't great. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, gas. Gas is expensive. Yup. As if we didn't know. That's the thing, too. Is he's letting me do what I mean. Have you seen the gas prices? Yes. I drive a fucking car and deliver pizza every day. I'm fully aware that gas is through the roof. Thank you for the update. I didn't realize it because I kept going in and buying the same amount of gas and just wondering why I had to do that more often every week. I never thought to look at the price of the gas because it's not like gas prices are ever advertised at the gas station. They keep it a fucking secret. So right out the he was annoying me there. (laughs) But then he just kind of it kind of just took like a real dark turn. Like, you know, when you you could tell somebody's like wrapped too deep into the political binary, you know, like that's a problem in its own way. But then he just kept going and going and going. And, you know, he started talking about his wife and how she left and. I couldn't imagine why she left, you know? It was. I'm like, well, if this is how he is with strangers, I can only imagine what it's like, you know, when it's you're married to him and this is every day. Like, he's obviously, you know, deep into some Newsmax. He's, uh, he probably thinks that fucking Fox News is like a liberal rag. He's like fucking. Sean Hannity's a pussy. He's not, he's not extreme enough. We need to fucking, we need more guns or whatever, whatever his crazy thing is. He's ready to lock and load. He's, I mean, he's there to fix a Pepsi machine. Like he kept trying to talk to me like deeply about how much he's excited for 2024 when Trump comes back. And I kind of just want to be like, fix the Pepsi machine. Fix the fucking soda and go. Do you need to fix anything? Is there anything else I can help you with in terms of fixing the soda? That's. I just want to be able to pour soda and not talk to you in a lengthy, painful conversation about any political issue whatsoever. Even if I agree with you, I still don't care to hear your opinion. That's how I feel actually most of the time now with everybody, by the way, is even if I agree with the point you're making, I still don't care to hear your point anymore. Cause I'm just exhausted by it all and it's it's enough's enough. Got it. Got it. You yup, sleepy Joe, yeah, I know he's destroying the country. He should hit the button to make the gas prices go lower. Yeah. How about you just fix the soda fucking machine and take a hike? go buy that fucking tall boy a budweiser and sit in the fucking parking lot and pretend that you're still working on the fucking machine and get paid and not earn it and that's fine by me scam the corporation out of whatever money you got to do you you got to make a living i get it that alimony check ain't going to write itself but he just kind of wanted to keep going he just kept want he he did not want to leave He was there for about forty-five minutes, because part of the problem too is my boss. He's a he's a nice guy and he doesn't want to be a dick to anybody, but he's also he's also a Trump guy. So once he started talking a little Trump, it caught my boss's ear and he was like, "Oh, I think you know I want to talk to this guy because we're like-minded thinkers." And then five minutes into talking to him, he realized that it was his worst nightmare. So that was kind of. His fault, and then, yeah, you know, he was just, he was really looking for a friend. I'm surprised he didn't, like, give us his number. You know, hey, you guys want to exchange information? You know, uh, maybe we can hang out sometime. Like, I don't want to hang out with this fucking guy. I hope he never comes again. Like, I really hope this machine never breaks again because I don't want to have to spend, and you know, know, just an over- Oh, it's like 45 minutes of my life that I really wish I had back. That's, that's all I'm trying to say. You know, it's, I don't want to spend that time with him. That's too long. It was too much. But I mean, how, is he doing this to every customer? How does he get anything done in the day is kind of what I'm thinking to myself. Like, how do you, if you're spending 45 minutes at one spot that you didn't even really need to do anything to fix, I basically told them the problem. I knew what was. Bro- they're like, "Oh, well, we're gonna call the Pepsi guy," in. I knew what was broken. I was like, "No, dude, it's not even just a hose issue. We just gotta fix the hose quick." He really—he didn't even have to break out a toolbox, and he still found it. And didn't he? Didn't eat food? Like, you know, we offered him food. I was offering him food because I'm figuring if we could shovel a fucking slice into his mouth, he won't be able to talk for five minutes. But he didn't want to stop. And that's kind of the way people are nowadays, When, especially when it comes to their politics. They don't want to stop because, like, it's, uh, they're just caught up in the, the rat race of it, you know? They're caught up in this maze of fucking nonsense and just reading, uh, you know, whatever reinforces the ideas they already believe. And then they go, oh, I, I feel like I learned something. Even though they learned nothing, because they never challenged any of the ideas that they already believe in. Because to challenge ideas now is that's involves critical thinking and nobody wants to critically think anymore. That's a big problem. So you know, you can't you can't have that. So instead you just regurgitate the same shit and you scream about it till the end of time. Until your heart gives out. Or, you know, you put the shotgun in your mouth. I mean, I'm not hoping that this guy does that. Obviously, he, he doesn't deserve to die or anything. But it does feel like he's a couple of, he's like a couple of drinks away from at least putting the revolver to the head, unloaded, and just listening to it click and then like panic breathing and then Looking down at the bullets on the table and then, you know, he's going to put one in and he's going to spin it. And then he's going to take another deep breath and it's going to go click again. And he's like, going that's what's going to make him feel alive. Or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. But. I just. Yeah. I, it, you're not supposed Like. I should call Pepsi. I should call fucking Jeremiah S. Pepsi or whoever is over there and be like, listen, guys, I want a less chatty repairman. I want a guy who comes in and talks pure soda, nothing else, and then he leaves. That or if he's gonna talk, have him be, can you get a a football fan? I can always talk some football. I will always talk football with any stranger that brings it up. Anytime, that's a topic of conversation that's perfectly suitable, non-controversial in my mind that we can have some laughs, have some thoughts and opinions exchanged. The politics, though, I just can't do. I got to end it there, especially it's it's just fix the soda. That's all I wanted to scream. Fix the soda. Make the soda work and leave thank you I just finished the uh the second part of the new season of Stranger Things don't worry no spoilers I got yelled at a couple weeks because I said something about the new season and so hey you, you didn't you didn't give a, d- a disclaimer you gotta give the disclaimer and say you know that you're about to spoil the show you can't do that i guess i can i guess i can because i did i did do that shit oh no oh what a horrible thing i spoiled an episode of stranger things that's not even like the most relevant to the plot at all all i talked about was the girl getting hit with the roller skate which is like episode two or whatever the fuck and who gives a shit but I was thinking about Stranger Things. I was thinking about how interesting of a choice it was that they decided to like set it in the 80s as opposed to modern day, right? But it also makes sense. Like These guys, they definitely thought this out because if you were to make Stranger Things take place nowadays, it would be less than a 10-minute long show because basically what happened would be they would like the kids would would find L in the woods. And then they would just start vaping and watching TikToks with L. And that would be the that would be the show. They wouldn't examine anything further. It'd be like, yeah, dude, there's like a whole other world. There's these fucking monsters that look like fucking Venus fly traps. They're going to come up here and they're going to eat people and kill people. Yeah, dude, have you seen this new TikTok? Have you tried a strawberry banana blue air bar box cuz that's what we're all about. That's all the kids would that's all kids want to do nowadays. I don't know a single kid between the ages of like 15 and 18 cuz I mean, they're all in the pizza place all the time. I work with a couple of them. They have absolutely no real interests. No real like thoughts of their own. They just, they just want to suck on a vape, and watch a TikTok video. Give them videos that are less than twenty seconds long. That do like it'd be like a fart noise or a guy making a weird face. And while that's happening, they also just have that nice little bit of nicotine that tastes like a fucking creamsicle in their hand. And they just suck away until the end of time. That's all they want to do. So, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, they couldn't set Stranger Things to nowadays. They literally, they'd be like, there's monsters. There's a a mind flare and he's controlling people's brains and he's going to kill everybody. They'd be like, dude, have you seen this new lit TikTok, bro? Dude, this new TikTok video is so lit. Yo, check out this fucking dance move, right? Dude, this is fucking so fucking lit. Did they say lit anymore? I don't know. I don't... I should know what they... I know they say sus a lot, and they... I I'm not that great with the terminology, but... Then they just, you know, take out the vape, and they just... Dude, I got this thing. It's cherry banana. It's, uh, you know, I got a mango... uh, A mango white claw with a peach uh, air bar box as a pairing. Fuck these kids, man. You know? I mean... I'm sorry. I know I say this like... It's probably like a once a week thing where I go... You know, I'm... Fuck. I hate the kids. But I do... I don't hate them all. There's a couple I like. The ones I work with, I I tend to like. When you actually get to know a person, you like them. But when you see them from a distance superficially and you just watch them suck the stupid vape and stare at the same dumb video and then they just, like, talk to their friend. They go, hey, you you see the video? And then their friend goes, yeah, I saw the video. See this video? Oh, dude, I saw that video the other day. Oh, wow. And it's just the most uninteresting, lame, brain-dead conversation. You hit a point where you just, I kind of hate them. I kind of hate them because it's like you're just wasting away, huh? This is it. All you want to do, you have all of your life ahead of you. You have so much time. You have this whole world of opportunities and things you should be taking advantage of. And instead, you're going to spend some of your best years of your life sitting inside of a pizzeria, eating one garlic knot that cost you 50 cents, sucking on a fucking vape that tastes like pancakes or whatever the fuck you want it to be. But the ending is straight. It wasn't bad. They set it up good for a, a, a nice ending, which I guess isn't coming for seven years or whatever they're going to do because Netflix is like fuck we don't have shit anymore Ozark sucked and it's over Stranger Things has got one last season and it's you know it's pretty good I like it but it's not like the greatest thing that's ever happened to television it's not the fucking Sopranos here the show about some kids fighting some monsters and a whatever some cop that gets caught by Russians I mean it's It's not bad, but it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I just don't know what else Netflix can do. So they're just going to prolong. They're going to Game of Thrones, this motherfucker. And they're going to put it on a hiatus for however long they feel they can basically go on a hiatus for. So we're going to have to wait some time, but. You know, it's fine. I got a Hampton's house that I'll just hang out with in the meanwhile, you know? Hey, they said come out anytime. Mikasa Sukasa. Feel free to come. Well, guess what? I'm coming, then I'm coming. And what I mean by that is I'm going to jerk off in several of the bedrooms in your house. <laughs> because I believe in freedom because I'm a fucking patriot. I I believe that one of the most American things we could do is to walk onto somebody else's property and say, fuck you, this is mine now. And nothing's going to make it more mine than if I just show up to his fucking... Guess what, Brian and Laura? I'm coming to your fucking pretty little Hamptons house and I'm gonna fuck it. I'm the talent. I'm gonna fucking, Jo all over that motherfucker. You can't stop me. So, th- needless to say, I'm. I'm gonna imagine if they hear, when they when they hear this. It's not if they hear this. They're definitely gonna hear this. They produce the fucking show. So, <laughs> when they hear this, I think my my invite might be rescinded but I already own a Hamptons house because I I'm just gonna take it just like you know Andrew Jackson I'm gonna Andrew Jackson the shit out of my producer's beautiful home in the Hamptons he's got a nice deck a nice pool beautiful fucking backyard good barbecue gotta have a nice grill I mean that's important I mean that corn on the cob It's so important to get that corn on the cob right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, when you're putting corn on the cob on a grill, it's a very delicate balance between not burning the shit out of it, but getting a good, you want a little crisp. You want a little black on there. You want a little black, so you get a nice little crunch when you bite into it, and then you get that butter and the salt and the pepper all over. Mm, God damn. I can go for some more of that. That nice Bubba burger with cheese. Yeah. That's fucking patriotism right there. I'm I'm going to get it all. I'm going to get it all. I'm going to fucking show up there. Box of Kleenex. Case of Bud Light. Maybe I'll even splurge for that fancy ice that they had at the fucking stop shop. And I'm gonna walk in and go, "Hey, Mikasa, Mikasa, you brought this nightmare to you. You had allowed me into your home, just like when you invite Dracula in. Once he's in, he ain't going nowhere. And Dracula, I mean, he was just trying to trying to bite the neck of your daughter and maybe fuck her a little bit. I'm just gonna jerk off and everything i can't even say fucking laughing. but hey that's that's american and that's what it's all about but i'm gonna get back to celebrating my freedom because uh you know it's fourth of july and i'm gonna pound some booze or watch baseball or something and Maybe I'll make some corn on the cob. I don't know. We'll figure that out, but that's not... There's, maybe I should do another 20 minutes of me deciding what I'm going to have for lunch today. That's what everybody wants to listen to. But hey, I got a house in the Hamptons now, and I'm pretty proud of myself. I did a lot to earn it. I worked my ass off to get that house. And it's all mine now. It's my second property. It's beautiful, and I love it. And I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Till next week. Later. (laughs)